Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to it like Dan Red Wings. Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. I'm your host, Brian Fisher. With me today, as always, is the other host here, Scotty Bentley, also hosts at Lockdown Tigers. He's going to have a continue to have a hell of a offseason to talk about as the deadline. Man, for literally as out. we're recording this, I got, I got uh, the, so the lockout for baseball is on December 1st is when it's going to start. Yeah. And so there's a lot of people trying to get signed before free agency gets locked down for, for what will likely be well over a month. And so as we're recording, I, I, got, I got, you know, people signing left and right. And, and I, I think it's mayhem till, uh, un, until December 1st here. So it's, it's been a, a, heck of a, a heck of an evening, sure. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's an off day for the Red Wings, so we don't have as much news to talk about on that front. But... We came up with some fun topics. Uh, we'll get to that. We all obviously have our Boston preview at the very end. Um, but first, I do got to make or thank you guys for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. New one. I want to know what an Omaha steak is because I'm a, I love me some red meat. Omaha steaks are nice, man. Really? I've never had oh, one. Yeah. They're nice. They're real nice. Oh. Well, I'm sure I'll talk about that in our first segment break. <laughs> uh, anyway, Scotty, the first thing I wanted to talk about here, we wanted to talk about here rather, in this Tuesday episode is the home ice advantage and the impact it has had on the Detroit Red Wings so far this season. As a whole, the Red Wings are 10 wins, 9 losses, 3 overtime losses. But the splits, when you look at them, have been insane. Their away record, away from home, is 3-7-1, and one, which is just absolutely abysmal. Their home record, 7-2-2. Two, and two. They have played out of their mind at home, and I think a big part of that is home ice advantage. And I've never been one to necessarily think that home ice advantage played that big of a role, like when it came down to crunch time, but clearly for the Red Wings this season, and Dylan Larkin said it in his press conference, post-game press conference on Sunday, or Saturday rather, that this is the loudest he's ever heard Little Caesars Arena since it's opened in 2017, especially post-COVID. And it is clearly having an impact on the way they play the game. Yeah, and it's also weird. So as, you know, aforementioned, I, uh, I, I'm a big baseball person. And you are? And the show Locked on Tigers and... Home field advantage in baseball, I believe, is the biggest home advantage across all four sports because the the fields are literally different. Yes. Like every other, you know what I mean? Like like the actual ice or court or field you're playing on across all the other three are all identical, just in different cities. Whereas baseball is, you know, you have different dimensions, you have different turfs, you have different dirt. <laughs> like, you know, like everything, every, you have with well, the batter's eye is different domes outside, you know, it, it, it's, it's just such a, a different, um, 
such an advantage to know your home field and know. uh, And that's why you see teams like the Rockies. The Rockies are bad, but the Rockies had one of the best home records like that I've ever seen. And then just lost every single game on the road. And we're like 10, 10 games under 500 this year. Like that's not something you really see in any other sport. You know what I mean? And, and so it, this is really, I guess what I'm trying to say is this is really opening my eyes to how important uh, home ice can be in hockey too and how it yeah. isn't just, like you said, like it's not something that I ever realized. Was, you know, obviously there's a little bit and everybody's aware of it. You know, you get a big crowd cheering for you. What, like obviously, but this this team is single-handedly starting to make me realize more and more that is has the potential to be significant and it it starts with with how insane the barn has been and as far as you know fans showing up and you know as we're talking about this and as we're discussing it i'm looking at every other team's home and away record especially the teams at the top of the standard standings there are some some teams like the minnesota wild who are having an insane uh, season, by the way, if you haven't looked at the Minnesota Wild and watched them closely, you should be because they're fourteen six and one. They've been insane this season. Um, most teams actually fun, have. Dude. They're they're yeah, a fun a young team. Fun team, man. And that, you know what? That, they took the step the bubble year. That was yes. when people were like, "All right, like maybe these guys are legit." And now, like, here is is the the year where it's like like they're finally putting it all together they're a fun ass they're finally putting it together after they get the guys who are supposed to bring it all together out of their roster exactly you know what and good for the minnesota wild fans i know this is a bit of a a tangent a sidebar but good for minnesota wild fans because that has been a team and organization that has perpetually been mediocre for so long like always like fringe playoff team but now they're like really dominating so far in 25% of the way through the season. They're at 21 games played, so they're exactly a quarter of the way through the season. But back to the main point, most of these teams that are really good, have been good, have a better home record than an away record. So maybe I've always had a misconception in my mind that in hockey, home ice advantage didn't play that much of a role. But most of your teams at the top of the standings, including the Detroit Red Wings, who are currently fourth in the Atlantic Division, don't... I. Just don't sort it by win percentage. Just don't sort it by that. Don't do that to yourself. Um, they have excellent home records and just okay road records. Obviously, the teams above the Detroit Red Wings in the standings have good ro- uh, road records as well. But it is something that has clearly had an impact on the Detroit Red Wings so far this season is how good they have been on the road. And a lot of that credit goes to how loud and how packed these Red Wings games have been. And, you know, that's also contributed because of the fact that Lucas Raymond and Mo Sider have been such draws for fans. But, you know, this isn't a team that's going to make the playoffs more than likely. Like, if you were to sort by win percentage, and I've talked about it before, you know, they fall in the standings by at least, you know, one or two positions. Yeah, they'd fall beneath the Boston Bruins, who we'll talk about later in the game, to, or later in the, the show, to later fifth in the, in the game. Later in the game. I got my head we're in the game. Right we're, still, <laughs> yeah, we're still at work. We're still going. We're still at work. Uh, to fifth in the standings, but home ice advantage has been huge for them getting those clutch wins. So their best games have been played at home. Their best wins have been played at at home because they've been playing against you know tough opponents or the Buffalo Sabers who take them to overtime. But they've been winning those games, and it's been at home. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, hell yeah, Little Caesars Arena fans, hell yeah, Detroit Red Wings fans, and it vindicates Scotty, who has been defending Little Caesars Arena since it opened. Big vindication, absolutely. No, it's 
Well, it's just it's it as I talked about on yesterday's show. Like we, if if you're a fan of of all four Detroit teams and that's like your thing, like 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 Brian and I, like that's we haven't had a whole lot the last five years. You know what no. I mean? Like it's it's been a lot of a lot of cellar dweller type of stuff the last five years and. We had a really like hot month and 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 got uh, got really hot. Won a few games and then like maybe got close to 500. And you started seeing like Comerica start, and you were like, "Wow, this is this is the most fans we've. This is like the most passionate crowd this city has had in four or five years." And now we're seeing it with the Red Wings. We're seeing, and and at the end of the day, winning solves all, man. It really like, does. That's that's what it comes down to. Like like obviously the rookies have 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 given a draw and. And you know, with the Pistons, like Cade finally playing after after get like starting off injured is like a like that'll get people to show up to piss, especially when they play the Lakers even more. There's always gonna be stuff that, that gets a slight spike in attendance and can make like one or two games or a week or even a month kind of a a, a big draw, but 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 winning winning <laughs> not nothing tops winning. Not nothing tops no player. No streak, no Isaiah Stewart brawl, no, no anything can consistently consistently maintain a crowd like winning. And when this this team's been winning a lot more than people thought, and that that's why you see it. And I, I love it, man. Well, one of the things too, I wanted to. I'm not gonna like give the specific numbers, but sales wise, because I see those numbers, right? Outside of the inaugural season home opener in 2017 we have been crushing it revenue wise like there have been more fans in the stadium spending more money than ever before and part of it is because like you said winning solves all but i think also part of it is that there was so much covid fatigue and so much people wanting to come down to the games and they just weren't allowed to because of the pandemic and there's been this like resurgence, like, oh, we're finally free to do this. We finally can go down to the stadium that it's kind of increasing attendance. And then they're also out there, you know, having these crazy wins, like the combination of those two things, like the crowd has been showing up big, especially on these weekend games. Like they played the Buffalo freaking Sabres on Saturday and it was a near sold out crowd. Like that's not a team that's normally a draw, but it was a Saturday game. Granted, it was a holiday weekend, but that's just amazing to see. It's beautiful, man. Um, and, and like I said, like we started seeing it with the Tigers. We uh, we're, we're, we start are starting to see it with the Pistons now. Like we're we're starting to see it with the Wings. We don't need to talk about the fourth team, but like the you know what I mean. Like the we're finally starting to see some some turnout, and this team is so deprived and so desperate for just one of these four teams. To be even remotely competitive, because it's been so long since we've had anything that that and and you're seeing it. You're seeing just just you know 500 teams are selling out crowds. You know what I mean? Like we just want a winner, baby. Just win. Just and win. I think Red Wings fans recognize that that might just be right around the corner for them. Maybe a year or two away from a legitimate like playoff threat, and they're they're investing early. They're like, oh, we're gonna get down there. We we're gonna say that we were watching this team. When Lucas Raymond and Mo Sider were rookies, when this team was still just okay, because in a couple of years this team's gonna be nasty. It's gonna be nasty. Absolutely, damn right it will be. You know what's nasty in a good way? Uh, Omaha State. Omaha State. <laughs> <The> <laughs> Look holidays. at me. 
Right in the holster, baby. The holidays are around the corner, and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons. Holy crap, that sounds amazing. Uh, Chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use code NHL, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steak Burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so do not wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com, and you'll get eight free burgers when entering the code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks, incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. omahasteaks.com, keyword NHL. To Lidstrom, couldn't one time it. Lidstrom to Zetterberg. Cornwall shooting, score! Cornwall wins it, 400 for Chris Osgood. Okay, before Scotty and I transition into our next topic that we want to bring to you guys, which would be the comparisons that people are making with Lucas Raymond in a, a certain Hall of Fame Detroit Red Wing. Um do want to tell you guys again, plug in this again, that we are doing a Twitter giveaway of an autographed Lucas Raymond puck, and it is authenticated with a certificate of authenticity on Twitter. To enter to win, you just have to follow the Lockdown Red Wings Twitter account, Scotty's Twitter account, at Bentley Scotty, and my own Twitter account, at BrianFisher971, and retweet it. Retweet the tweet about the giveaway. And on Friday's episode, we will announce on the podcast who the winner is, We'll get your information, and boom, you will be a winner and an owner of an autographed Lucas Raymond puck from his rookie season. Pretty good shit. Friday, baby. Friday. Friday, Friday. baby. Um, It's going to be sick. Yeah, man, just retweet and follow us. Not that hard. And it's, I mean, the the puck is hard, man. (laughs) That thing's heat. Well, it's vulcanized rubber, so no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. Right. Ha ha. Ha ha. That's it yet, baby. Let's go. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, it's, it's sick. And and like you said, it has the certificate of authenticity and stuff. It's, it's awesome. It's, I'm, I'm so pumped that, uh, that we were able to do this and and give this to somebody because it's, it, the the, the thing's sick, man. We're going to make somebody's, not their day. We're going to make somebody's year with that puck. Yeah, only going to increase in value. Only gonna I mean, the kid, you know what I mean? Like the kids at 19. Only Sky's the limit, baby. Screw investing in crypto. Screw investing in stocks. You're investing in a Lucas Raymond autograph puck, and all you got to do is follow us and retweet. All Easy. you got to do. Easy. Chance of a lifetime. Uh, speaking of Lucas Raymond, uh, he scored the overtime goal against the Sabres. As we all know, we talked about on yesterday's episode. Uh, the Detroit Red Wings, after that, tweeted out that he is the only teenager besides the captain, Steve Eiserman to score an overtime goal as a teenager. And I just want to, I don't know how you feel about it, Scotty. I'm all for it because, like, it definitely ride that high. But they have been making all kinds of comparisons to Steve Eiserman throughout the season because Lucas Raymond keeps, you know, doing these things that only Steve Eiserman did. And, you know, there's a little bit of cherry pick to him. Like, oh, the only overtime winner scored by a teenager. You know, that's kind of a good one. But, you know, some of these are certainly cherry picked. How are you feeling 
about these comparisons they've been making with Lucas Raymond to a literal all-time great. Not Detroit Red Wing great, but an all-time great in Steve Eiserman. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, there's a few things. For starters, I, I don't – what I don't want to happen – my, my, my brain is going in a million different places. I, I love it, right? I'm not trying to say – I absolutely love it. I'm all here for it. I love the kid. What I don't want to happen is for him to have a really, really good career and be like a first-line player that makes a couple of all-star games and is really, really solid. And for people to look back and be like, oh, well, he was a disappointment and turn into Steve Eiserman. I really don't want that. I don't. I, I, that's the only – because we've seen it so many times. We've seen it so many times that – that people get all caught up in the hype, and now now he's supposed to be the next Iserman, and and I, I he's gonna get better. He's gonna be phenomenal. He has the potential to be that level of talent. I truly think that, but I, I don't want people to then be like disappointed if he's putting up, you know, a a, a point a game over a whole season on the top line. You know what I mean? Like I. I don't, I don't want to live in a world where, where that level of production is viewed as a disappointment because it's not, you know, damn near two a game. Well, and the comparisons really started the moment he was drafted because, of course, he was drafted fourth overall, and that's also when Steve Eiserman was drafted, was at fourth overall. And looking at Steve Eiserman's stats, you know, obviously it just blows you away. He was phenomenal. From, the, from how much of a pure goal scorer he was in his youth, the 80s and the 90s, the transition to more of a playmaker – under Scotty Bowman to help the team succeed. Like, he was just so good at everything. His rookie season, he had 87 points in 80 games, 39 goals, 48 assists. I don't, and I don't think fans should either, expect that from Lucas Raymond. Don't get me wrong. He's been having a phenomenal season, and he's 21 points in 22 games played, just under a point per game, and he's played in every single game, I believe. Like, he's been great, but I... And I, all the, and you know, it's awesome to see all these like, oh, this is what Lucas Raymond did and only Steve Eiserman did it. But like you said, Scotty, I, I would hate if he has a great season and puts up like 60 points and people are like, oh, well, you know, he could have been better. Because 60 points in your rookie season, and I'm just using that as an, right. like, an example. No, but like, that's, that's my point. That's the, that's my, and, and I don't, and I'm not saying like I want people to calm down or like I, I, I love the hype, right? Like, that's our industry. Like, yeah. that's, you know what I mean? Like, content machine that kid is. And I and I love him to death for it. But um, I, I, I just, that's my only thing. I just don't want anybody to look back at the end of this season, in five years, ten years, at the end of his career, whatever. I, I just don't want people to, to feel like he was uh, somewhat of a disappointment because of you know, because he didn't turn into one of the greatest hockey players to ever play this game. No, and I, I just, I don't think they will. And it, I, I hope, I hope they don't, you know, fans are capable of anything, but I like to think that Detroit Red Wings fans are one of the smarter fan bases out there. I'm not biased or anything, but <laughs> I mean, it's just, he's been so great. And I see these stats get thrown out there. These comparisons get thrown out there. And I'm like, slow. he's 19 guys, slow your roll before you make, comparisons to one of the greatest hockey players of all time like i just he don't need that right right wait right quite yet he's he's on his exactly. way but it's a exactly. little early i don't want to overhype him overhyping is one of the I, worst I'll things you can do in the hype i truly will but you know yeah um when we come back we're going to 
preview the Boston Bruins game. Uh, but first, I got to talk to you guys about our favorite bet online. It's the holiday season, and we know what that means, football. And nothing goes better with football than gift-giving and betting. BetOnline has you covered on all your holiday season bets, props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this holiday season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus using promo code LOCKEDON. And it's not just football. BetOnline has pro and college hoops, Go Blue, NHL, boxing, UFC, and your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, they are stuffed with deals this holiday season. And just missed. Moving up Whitney. Whitney circling. Three to go. All right, Scotty, segment three here, Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We're going to preview the matchup tonight against those dastardly Boston Bruins. We all love to hate them. Probably one of the easiest teams to hate in the NHL, in all honesty. And thanks mostly to just one single player. Uh, these two teams have met once already uh, back earlier this month, I believe. And they absolutely demolished the Red Wings 5-1 to one in Boston. This time, the game will be in Detroit. And... Yeah, hopefully we're hoping for a different outcome as Brad Marchand just continues to be a problem on the ice for a multitude of reasons. But we've talked about it. The Red Wings have a great home record. They play up the tough opponents, especially at home. So don't count your Detroit Red Wings out yet. Don't count them out yet, baby. Don't count them out yet. No, I mean, this, we've also talked so much about how this team has the ability to play up and play down to competition right yeah like we we've seen we've seen it time and time again so i i am definitely not gonna take uh i'm not gonna as much as i oracle wins i'm definitely not gonna (laughs) i i I, i'm not sure i i have the ability even with my powers to oracle a loss at any point because they do play so sporadically to uh up, up and down to their competition. So I'm hoping that this is a time where they play up. Well, and if you want if you want an opportunity to win this game, the best thing you can do is just throw the puck at the net. And that seems obvious, but I mean, like, their goaltending situation isn't the best right now. They're doing a tandem with Swayman and Ulmark because Tuka Rask is not playing this season. He hopes to return. says he hopes to return to the Bruins specifically on a new contract, but he's currently not playing. Ulmark has a 914 save percentage, which is pretty good. And Swayman has a 908 save percentage. These are guys who are not necessarily going to be the goalies for Boston going forward. You have got to absolutely just pepper them with shots if you want a chance to win this game because you know Boston's going to pepper you with shots. And we've talked about how the defense has been the problem for the Detroit Red Wings so far this season. They've just been a weakness. So you know you're going to get tons of shots on. You want to hope Nadelvich is making the start again, his fourth consecutive start with how well he's been playing to give you your best opportunity to beat a tough team, a team that's chasing you in the standings, mind you. Better win percentage, but based on just games played, he... Scherzer's a mat, anyway. Okay, I just saw you make that face. <laughs> We're recording this on a Sunday evening because I have to work a concert at LCN. I just saw 
Scotty stop and put his hand on his head. <laughs> Scherzer's a Matt. Well, apparently so, he doesn't care about winning World Series anymore at this point. He's going <laughs> to the Mets. Matt, Matt's going to Matt. No, they, they're, they, that's a, I hope they bring back Baez too. That's, that's just a, a squad that they are trying to assemble. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Uh, I, basically what I was saying is you, you, it seems obvious, but you really got to shoot the puck more. They're going to be an aggressive offensive team, and they're going to swarm your weaker defensive core. So you need your offense to really step up and play up to that level and meet that level of the Boston Bruins' potent offense if you want a chance to win this game. Yeah, and, and I think one of the big things, like Boston's such a physical team, right? And like always has been, but they're, they're such a, um, like a, a, a gritty kind of ugly at times team with, with how physical they can get. And I think that with we have shown this season that we have the ability to to bang as well you know what i mean like we have the ability to to be physical and 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 be a little chippy like that and and so i think that that is important in this game that is going to be a big factor i i think that the the don't be a pushover don't 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 take it man don't 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 take no prisoners don't take none of it like if if someone if someone's trying to get in your head, be smart. You know, yeah. don't be an idiot. But <laughs> don't be but an idiot. Same, <laughs> right, but <laughs> but at the same time, I need to take my own advice a lot more. At the same time, like you, you need to, you you can't get pushed around by them either because they if you let them, they will bully you to a, a four goal loss. Yeah, they absolutely will. And you have to keep in mind that if you want to stay competitive in this in this season in this you know, 2021, 22 season, you got to start beating the opponents in your division that are going to be tough opponents. Cause we talk about how they play up to opponents and they beat tough opponents. They have not beaten the Boston Bruins. They have not beaten the Florida Panthers. They have not beaten the Tampa Bay lightning and they have not beaten the Toronto Maple Leafs yet. Granted, they've only played one game so far against each of those teams, but you lost in overtime blowing your, your home opener win against the Tampa Bay lightning. You lost and blow no, they came back and tied it up and then lost in overtime to the Florida Panthers. They got shelled in Toronto. They stayed in it, but they let up five goals, and it was just a bad game. And they got shelled in Boston. So if you want to stay competitive in the season and you want to stay ahead of Boston in the standings, you got to start also playing up and beating the tough teams in your own division. It's great to see them beat the Capitals. It's great to see them you know, go out and beat the St. Louis Blues. But in the end, those guys are not in your division. You're not competing for a playoff team spot for those with those teams. So you got to start beating the teams in your own division if you want to stay competitive this season. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's I mean, that's you would argue maybe the most important yeah. thing as far as, you know, um and that's the next step in development, Man, does right? that like, sound familiar by the way? Right. Like we <laughs> talk about we talk about the the you know, you go from being just roll over and an easy win for all your opponents to, you know, starting to string together some wins. And then the next step after that is consistently playing to teams in your own division. That is that is so important in, in any sport and especially hockey and especially in our division, which is particularly tough. Well, and the, what I was referring to also is we always make these comparisons to the Tigers and just how the Tigers were god awful playing their own division this past season. But then they would go out of division and beat the Houston Astros and sweep them on the road. And, you know, they'd go and, you know, beat tough. They, they swept the Yankees and I, they beat series against the Red Sox. I mean, they go out there and they beat these tough teams, but 
when it comes to teams in their own division, they would drop eggs. You know, they dropped two out of three against the Montreal Canadiens. You know, they've beaten the Buffalo Sabres twice, but that's, you know, all-time bad. And it took overtime to beat them both times. So I'm quickly realizing that the, the true kryptonite of this team going forward might be the games in their own division. That might be where they're dropped the most games. And if you want this, if Detroit Red Wings fans and if the Detroit Red Wings themselves want to stay in the fight for as long as possible, they got to start winning games in their own division. And that sounds obvious, but those are the teams you're going to face the most. You can't let them continue to dominate you. Exactly. And, and, and that is, like, like I just said, that is the next step. Yep. That is, you know what I mean? Like that is, that is such a vital step in, in late season division races, you know, and, and looking back and like, oh, well, we got trounced every time we played the Bruins. Maybe we'd be in the postseason if we beat them one of the several times we played them, you know. So that is because they're the teams you play the most often. They are the most important games, yeah. which seems, I, I guess, could seem kind of weird. It's like, oh, you'll just get. But like when it comes down to postseason and like final standings, Teams you play the most often are the most important. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it starts tonight. Get a win against starts Boston. Tonight, baby. Starts tonight. Uh, Scotty, any final thoughts? Go blue. Go blue. We're still riding that high. <laughs> might, be my, might be my final thought for a minute. It might be. All right. Uh, I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen. Now make Lockdown Bets your second listen. Your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. We'll be back with a game recap and game preview tomorrow as the Detroit Red Wings play Boston tonight. And then for the first time ever in Detroit Red Wings history, face the Seattle Kraken at home. So we'll come up with a game preview for you tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. What? What? <laughs> What's happening? They just dropped a list of teams that are now in on Robbie Ray and saying that he might sign in the next two days. And the Tigers are on the list. They're on the list for Robbie Ray? Apparently. LFG, man. LFG. What is happening? It, chaos. Chaos is happening. Pandemonium. Oh, my God. That'll be. I'm all for it. I We need this from the Tigers. That is insanity. That's. Scotty, you got to say every day. I'm, I'm still waiting on you. Every day. There we go. <laughs> Let's go, Tigers. Let's go, Blue. Locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.